not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? Welcome back, everyone, and happy one year of episodes. Tori and I, as of this episode, have done an official year's worth of podcasts. With a few breaks in between. Yeah, definitely a few breaks in betweens. I mean, you know, we had Christmas break. We had weeks where, unfortunately, we were busy and didn't have enough episodes on Stockpile. Which, again, we are so sorry for these past few weeks. Literally, we've had friends coming into town. And we've just had no time to really write anything or Same record with work. things. I've been working and, like yeah. 14 hour days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot. But we are now back for our 53rd episode. Very exciting. We are now going into, you know, over a year's worth of podcasts. And. It's been really nice. You know, I've been checking some of the analytics and I've been seeing that actually some of our episodes have been going out into a bunch of other countries recently, which is very exciting. Yeah, and we've also seen which episodes have been doing better and which ones we kind of need to work on, which ultimately shows us whether you guys like our research ones or our reviews or things like that. Either way, we're still probably going to be doing both, but we know <laughs> where to focus a little bit more on. Yeah. That being said, we have, for the first time in a few weeks, actually, actually probably months, wait, a wait, researched wait. episode. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Is it somewhere in the Appalachian Mountains with things like Goatman, Mothman, and Sheep, sheep Squatch? Did, 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 did you look at my notes? No. Cheater. <laughs> Literally, there's so many things, though, in the Appalachian Mountains that we are going to be talking about as well, including... Well, for this episode, I actually have, <laughs> I mean, only one myth from the Appalachian Mountains. Only one? Yes. I decided to focus on two smaller ones. You know, they're, <laughs> they're not very big legends, but there are some that I thought was kind of interesting and wanted to talk about because... They're pretty, like, relevant in terms of, like, Reddit, TikTok, and just, like, stories that people have said. But when you do research on the actual subject, it's kind of hard to find information on it. Like, there's no actual accounts that have been reported to, like, police or park rangers or something like that. So, that being said, take these these legends with a grain of salt. I mean, we're talking about monsters and ghosts and all the time. Like, things like that all the time. So, no matter what, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but these ones especially because what I found interesting about them was that the people that believe them are very adamant that these things exist. And you can find a bunch of stories of, like, encounters with them on Reddit, but at the same time, there's nothing official. Like, if you go back to Mothman, at least, like, the police department knew that this was a thing and reported it. Which, again, I still feel like that was just something to bring in money. I don't think so. I think Mothman's real. He's just a misunderstood monster. Yeah, but then the whole secretive thing, and then just all of the history. Nah, he yeah. real. I'll fight you tooth and nail. He's my favorite cryptid, other than the Wendigo, which we've never talked about. But <laughs> he is my favorite one. 
exists. Which we do need to talk about. I know. I've been trying to put it off because I'm like, there's a lot I could say about a Wendigo, and I was just like, I, I don't want to hit it. I want to go yeah. for the lesser ones that I want to <laughs> research and look up and things like that, you know? There's so much lore on the Wendigo, though, that we can cover. Oh, I know. And just in even recent mythology and video games and movies and stuff. Yeah. It's insane. The Wendigo is such a prominent cryptid, and I love it <laughs> so much. I mean, God, my first, like, horror film was about the Wendigo. Yeah, thank you to uh, Native American mythology for that. Seriously. <laughs> Cree. <laughs> Very much. All right, but we're not here to talk about the Wendigo. In fact, the uh, the first legend that we're going to be talking about is the Third Eye Man. What? Exactly. Let me tell you about this little uh, legend I came across. It's, again, a, a small legend, but nonetheless, I found it very interesting. Underneath the University of South Carolina lies a large tunnel system. These tunnels are known as the catacombs. That's right. South Carolina, underneath their university, has a catacomb. <laughs> so why are you shaking your head? I just... I just don't, like... You don't buy it? <laughs> no, I... Why that there are catacombs? Because <laughs> these things exist. <laughs> the catacombs is a legit thing. No, I know. Catacombs to me are older. Like, I think of, what are the ones in England? The catacombs there that oh, are supposed underneath to be Paris. haunted? And also, yeah, in England. Yeah. Uh, but Paris is the biggest things catacombs. Things that are a lot more, a lot bigger and a lot older like, is it really a catacombs, or is it, like, a catacombs like how Disney has? Where it's literally just a bunch of tunnel systems that people can go through unseen. I mean, that's essentially what the catacombs is, minus, like, all the dead bodies and stuff. But this particular catacomb stretches all the way across underneath the city. So it goes underneath the university, it hits, like, City Hall, it goes into, like, a nearby river. This whole tunnel system is very elaborate. But let me get more into that. So, the tunnels, like I said, they stretch all the way from the university and then even under an asylum that was built in the city. <laughs> yes. Of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The tunnels it has are... to be connected to how many creepy things to be a complete catacomb? Right. But uh, these tunnels were originally built in the 1800s, and there was a few different rumors as to, like, the purpose of the tunnels. The initial one for why they were built is sewage. You know, you basically have sewers running through these tunnel lines, and, you know, you got to get the sewage out somehow. Most of the time, I think, like, the pipes or, like, the exits kind of lead into the rivers and water sources and things like that. Others say that it was actually used to haul coal to, like, furnaces that were built underground to help heat up the university back in, like, the 1800s and, like, 1900s. I would actually buy that more than the sewage, because with sewage, you would actually need some type of water source, like a river. Well, yeah, so there is a river nearby. Like, the tunnels, one of the exits is actually to a river. But the river doesn't flow in no. the catacombs. No, no, no. So that's why I'm saying, like, At least someone not, takes not to my a knowledge. dump... <laughs> in a random place in the catacombs, it will stay there. There's no water source to flood it out. It, it is used for sewage. Like, th there is a sewage system within these tunnels. So that, that is a legitimate thing. Mm. But then you have other people that say that the tunnels that connected underneath the asylum was actually used as a way back in, like, you know, 
Civil War times for people to haul dead bodies from the asylum underground and get them out being unseen. And then during the Civil War, people would actually use these tunnels to hide slaves or escape, you know, from threats of, like, violence and things like that. But a lot of these people that didn't know the, the catacombs that well, they would often get lost and would be found dead at some random point in the tunnel. Makes sense. Yeah. So this, this tunnel system is extremely large from what I've been reading. <laughs> I've also read some people that some people are like, no, the tunnels don't exist. But, like, even the University of South Carolina was like, no, they exist. Like, and I'll get into why they say it exists. <laughs> but, like, realistically, having a large tunnel system under a city, like, it, it kind of makes sense. It does, especially if it was built in the 1800s right. where coal was a major thing. There, literally, that was back before electricity yeah. So, you would have people going from light post to light post after dark, like, lighting them with, like, a fire for candles, which is why I'm also buying more of the coal system. Yeah. So, and again, this was during kind of, like, Civil War 1800s, early 1900s. But currently, the tunnels are used as a channel for steam and communication lines and electricity. Were they part of the Underground Railroads? I, Could that be how they were made in the first place? I don't know. I didn't read anything about that. I just read that this was main, originally used for <laughs> disposing dead bodies, shuttling coal to warm up the university, sewage, and now, but currently it is basically used as like a, a tunnel system for steam, you know, phone lines and electric lines. And the university actually sealed off a lot of the entrances because of this legend, a lot of people would go into the tunnels. So the university is like, no, 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 we're sealing off the exits. But they have some that remain open but are guarded by security in case there's some sort of heat or mechanical failure and someone needs to get into the tunnels for whatever reason. At least that's what the school says. You know, the students have a different theory, though. And they think that the school sealed the entrances to keep something inside. Something much, much more sinister. And that would be the third eye man. <laughs> I already see you shaking your head. Let me get. Let me tell you more about the Third Eye Man. We're getting into the nitty gritty good stuff. All right. Fine. I can already tell that it's a fake thing that students have made up. Actually, no. So, the Third Eye Man was first spotted on November twelfth, nineteen forty-nine, on the campus of the University of South Carolina. According to the school records, a strange man dressed in a bright silver outfit was spotted opening a manhole cover on the corner of Sumter and Green Street, directly opposite of the historic Longstreet Theater at 10.43 p.m. Two males happened to be walking by and watched as the man entered the sewer portal and pulled the cover back into place once he was inside. One of the students, Christopher Nichols, class of 1953, wrote for the school newspaper and immediately spread news of the sewer man. And the Superman news basically spread like wildfire for weeks, but then it was eventually forgotten. Until April of 1950, less than a year later. In April of 1950, late at night, a policeman heard reports of, like, you know, a strange man near the university. And he was getting calls and stuff, and so he went to go check it out. And when he arrived, he discovered a man dressed in all silver huddled over the remains of mutilated chickens. You know, he shined his flashlight on the man, and the man picked his head up and stared at him, and that's when he noticed that this man dressed in all silver had three eyes. 
two regular, and one on the center of his forehead. The police officer freaked out, and he ran back to his cop car, radioed in for help, and then ran back to the man, but naturally, the man was gone. And this brought back the, the news of the sewer man, but it was now dubbed the Third Eye Man. Throughout the years, the students of the university would explore the tunnels, and lo and behold, fraternities <laughs> like to go down there for their, uh, their pledge initiations. This is where the fun part comes in, because they would bring their pledges down there when they were about to, you know, induct them into the fraternity. And they would tell them all these rumors about, like, the Third Eye Man and how, like, basically this... This thing lives in the sewers, and he devours the chickens, and this is why the school actually sealed off all the entr entrances and stuff. And then, um, there's actually quite a few reports throughout decades of people wandering the sewers or people in the fraternity during these pledge initiations, and, like, groups of people saying the Third Eye Man came charging at them in the sewers. As of today, the police have gone through the tunnels numerous times, they have tried to search for evidence, but there was nothing. The theory goes, was it a school cover-up? Or a town cover-up? Saying that there was some maybe mutated human, or a human with a birth defect living down in the sewers, and they just tried to lock him in there, and every time he got out, they would scare him back into place? Or was this a policeman and a few school students making up this legend? I feel like it could be a birth defect. My main thought honestly goes straight to the green man, the glowing green man of whatever state, which I'm actually thinking about doing an episode on as well, because it's a pretty cool story. I don't know that one. I know, which is also really cool. But yeah, it makes me think of him in a way that's like, he's mutated to some point and he basically hides himself away to either not scare people or, you know, this or that. Maybe the town did kind of coerce him down into the sewers. But, you know, he was just a regular guy just hidden away because of his birth defect. Yeah. That's kind of one of my theories is that it was probably someone that had, like, a pregnancy and he happened to be born with three eyes, which is very rare. But, you know, you can have birth defects like that. I mean, you can have children born with one eye. And they probably, you know, back in, like, what, the 1940s, 1950s, they were probably ashamed of the kid and locked him away or something, and eventually he got out and hid in the sewers. That's my theory. And that, mm -hmm. that really wouldn't surprise me, especially when you look at the times and how, especially how judgmental people were back then. Yeah. So, now getting to the stories, I do believe that some of them could be true. Obviously, they, the stories have to come from somewhere, but... If you're leading someone down a dark tunnel, scared little pledges that literally just want to be accepted, <laughs> and then you leave them alone, what do you think is going to happen? Like, they're going to come back with a wild story. They're going to be screaming their heads off at the first, like, rap that they hear, and then it's like... It was the third-eyed man. <laughs> he chased me out. He chased me out. It wasn't a rod, I swear. The third-eyed man chased me out. Or it was one of the people in the fraternity dressed up trying to scare him or something. Exactly. So, like, that's the point where I'm like, it could just be a regular guy that just has a birth defect. Yeah. 
Like, or it could not exist at all. Who knows? I, I just thought it was kind of interesting that it goes along with these tunnels that, you know, hauling dead bodies and stuff. Phantom, I, it was very interesting to me. It kind of reminded me of American Horror Story for a minute. Phantom of the Opera. That too. Literally, a kid that is disfigured who goes into the Parisian catacombs to live his life and rule over this opera house, like... I feel like it could be the same thing. And then he's probably dead by now. Absolutely. I, I could 100% get behind that. But uh, let's move on to the second legend. Since we're running out of time soon. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, the time is just a construct that I've created. But whatever. Don't judge me. Judging. How dare 100%. You? Anyway, so the next <laughs> one we're going to be talking about is the uh, the Appalachian Monster. Of course. Because I love all the Appalachian cryptids. It's great. But we're going to be talking but about... But it's specifically the Appalachian monster. No. There, there, there's multiple monsters. Exactly. You just said that the title of it was the Appalachian... Never mind. No, I didn't say the title of it. I just said it was an Appalachian monster. <laughs> you said the. No, no well, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> the monster that we're going to be talking about is uh, one of many, meaning there's not just one. And we're talking about the not-deer people. Yay. Or not deer, for short. I like these ones. Yeah? I do. Alright, so as we all know, the Appalachian Mountains is home to a wide variety of cryptids. We got Mothman, we got Sheep Squatch, and there are so many that we haven't even covered, like the Flatwoods Monster, the Grassman, the Veggie Man. There are just so... The Bell Witch, oh my god, there's just so many that come off the top of my head. But, we're going to be discussing the not deer. And the not deer is... In my opinion, mostly an internet legend. Like I said, the most information I found on it was stories from Reddit and TikTok. There are so many people on TikTok that, like, when you're watching their videos, I was just like, wow. The, the way you're so adamant about this story, it is pretty believable to me. And it's not just, like, one person. It's, like, a bunch of people. Like, I was doing so much, trying to do so much research on these things and found little to no research, but just random stories and stuff that I would read and hear. Which is what I found interesting and wanted to talk about. There is no official reported sighting by police or park rangers, to my knowledge, about the not-deer. What exactly is the not-deer? Well, they look like deer. But not really. <laughs> Apparently the not-deer have a lot of the same attributes as a regular deer, but something is extremely off with them. Their teeth are sharper, the mouths open much wider, their legs are crooked or bent backwards in weird ways, some can even have human features, and their heads could look upside down, but still have their antlers in the normal position. Essentially, each one you see is going to look vastly different and distorted in some way, but they still from afar look like a deer, but when you get up close, you're just like, that's not a deer. <laughs> Hence the name, not deer. The only consensus I could kind of come up with about this thing or cryptid is that they're kind of shapeshifters in some way, but not in the traditional, like, oh, I can turn into a human and back into, a, like, a monster. It's just kind of like a... The way that they're distorted changes, if that makes sense. Like, their head could appear upside down at one point, or their head can appear normal and their mouths just open up weirdly wide. Another common feature with the not deer is that they can walk on their hind legs. But when I looked it up, there is kind of like, 
you know, something that I could be like, okay, well, that's not necessarily a monster, but a regular deer. And that's that deer apparently will jump up on their hind legs and fight other deer. You know, they're trying to make themselves look big. So, the, so they'll fight each other. But apparently the not deer can stand up on their hind legs and straight up sprint. And from what I've read online, people tend to combine the not deer, the wendigo, and skinwalkers into the same group. So some depiction of wendigo, if you look online, will show them having antlers. A lot of people will say, well, that's not actually a wendigo because wendigos are kind of distorted humans based off cannibalism and Native American lore and all that stuff. But the ones with the antlers are actually the not deer because wendigo apparently don't have antlers. And the not deer do because deer. And then other people say that the not deer are skinwalkers, but then you have other people arguing, well, no, it's not because skinwalkers can change from human form to uh, monster form or animal form, whatever shape-shifting thing they appear as, where the not deer can't really change into a human form. They just have a weird, can sometimes have like a weird humanistic feature, but then not humanistic. It is such an obscure thing to explain as I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so basically there's a lot of debate on what these things actually are and in my opinion not a lot of people know what the hell this thing is to my knowledge these things don't attack people unless threatened and they tend to want to be left alone but that being said they are also meat eaters and plant eaters so they will totally eat a human if messed with and the not deer speak in a weird clicking noise and when they walk, it almost looks like their legs are breaking or snapping with each step. So, like, weird points of their legs kind of, like, snap into, like, a weird jerking motion. It kind of reminded me of, like, the, uh, the nurses in Silent Hill. How they move in that weird uh. distorted thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's the most common, like, equivalent I can think of. A lot of people that live in Appalachia, they full-on believe these things. Like, they're like, no, these things exist. You gotta be careful, you know. If you hear weird noises out in the forest, don't go towards them. Just keep your same pace and keep walking wherever you're walking. Don't go into the forest. And especially if you see the deer, you got to be careful. Because it could be a deer or it could be a monster. You, you never really know. One theory is that the not deer are actually deer that are infected with chronic wasting disease. Which is... Basically, like, mad cow disease, you know, it kind of, like, distorts the body a little bit. It doesn't make it, like, break in weird places, but it looks like, you know, you're ragged or, like, have mange or whatever. You know, kind of like the, uh, the, the chupacabras, how they were actually the coyotes with, I think, I think it was called mange. So, like, they're all, their skin was all, like, off and weird looking. Okay. So, th that's a theory that it's essentially deer with mad cow disease. I, I know I'm not explaining this thing super well. But it's literally based off, like I said, just random crap I found online that are trying to support this, this monster. <laughs> and at a weird point, I, I would semi-believe this thing existing. And that's mostly based off of these stories I read, which I didn't want to include because, you know, there are other Reddit user stories and TikTok videos that I found. And, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with <laughs> copyright stuff. So, that's why I didn't include those in this, in this episode. But, it, it, it's a very fascinating phenomenon to me that I recently came across. And something that I'm like, you know, if there is a monster out there, I feel like really not a lot of people would know about it. And there wouldn't be that much stuff online to look it up, you know? Yes and no on that point. 
Especially if they're big enough, people would know about them. But they may not be as commonly seen. But then, yes, they would also be hidden away because a lot of animals do have defense mechanisms where they know how not to be seen and not to be caught. And like you said, like if someone is in the Appalachian Mountains just going through a hike or something. Or lives there. Or lives there and sees a deer off in the distance, they're not going to really question it. Like they're not going to like look at it and study it for hours on end. Right. <laughs> you know, enough to be like, hey, that's actually not really a deer. What the heck is that thing? But that's actually kind of how a lot of the stories went where it's like, oh, I was driving by and I saw this deer and I'm kind of watching it for a moment. And then all of a sudden this thing stands up on its hind legs and starts walking towards us. Things like that. See, that story in itself, like, how it comes and walks towards them, like, I would think that it would be, like... A bigger deal. Going on its way. Because you even said, you're like, yeah, like, non-deer aren't supposed to be aggressive. Like, they don't really come near you or anything like that. Like, they would probably be more defensive. And not scared to the point of like oh a human i have to run now it's more of i want to blend in yeah so they wouldn't want to stand up on two legs and walk towards you no that's a very valid point i don't know it's a weird phenomenon that i recently discovered and i think out of any of the monsters in my opinion I don't know, this one just kind of strikes me as the most believable. And I know I did such a poor job of explaining what this thing actually is. I think I know exactly what you're talking about because I know what Wendigo picture that you're talking about too. I've seen it so many times. I've seen pictures of the non-deer before and I didn't do any research on them. The not-deer. The not-deer, sorry. But I know, I can I can imagine what you're talking about. And I'm like, I don't, they could exist just like anything. But I don't think that they would stand up on two hind legs and walk towards you nonchalantly. Right. Like, uh, yeah, no, I, I know, I'm not saying in. every story is believable. <laughs> what I'm saying is that... I don't know, I guess listening to some of these people talk and the way that they explain these things, and uh, I, I'll have to post some of the TikToks or something. Oh, yeah, there was that one TikTok of, there was a woman that was literally just living in a cabin that's like, yeah, basically going through the do's and the don'ts of living, living in, in the, the Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. I think I sent that one to you. Yeah, um, something like that. And she's like, yeah, like, if you hear, like, any like noises like at night do not go out there (laughs) especially if it's near your trash like yeah it may be a deer or it may be a bear but it could be something else because they have effed up things out there in the Appalachian Mountains yeah and again I'm not saying that TikTok and Reddit are the most viable sources out I'm clearly not of course but I don't know. It, it was just a very interesting thing. 
there are some things in the Appalachian Mountains that have been here since before TikTok and Reddit and Instagram and whatever. Yeah, legends or monsters or whatever yeah. you want to bring up. And I feel like the deer people could be one of them. Like, no, there are no police reports, but people could have seen them before. Yeah. I mean, honestly, same with the National Forest. I mean, we have so many people that go missing in the National Forest every year <laughs> without, like, a trace. So, like, it really wouldn't surprise me if there was, like, some sort of creature or something in there. I mean, oh, my God, American Horror Story just did an episode on this in uh, the new American Horror Stories on Hulu. Yeah, so this episode basically is, like, this couple, they went camping in a, uh, a national forest, and their son gets kidnapped, and their son's, like, four years old. And then it flash-forwards, like, ten years later, the parents are divorced, the dad is, like, you know, basically an alcoholic. He was a super successful lawyer, but now he's kind of, like, doing nothing. And everyone thought that he murdered his son. Basically, this, like, hunter guy comes in and is like, you know, I found this, uh, this compass that you gave your son and here's a photo of your son i think he would be roughly around this age now i think i know where he's at come with me so then him and the wife basically go with him into this forest and then basically there are these weird cannibalistic mutated humans and you come to find out that the government actually keeps these things contained in the national parks and that's what the park rangers are actually used for is to make sure that these creatures don't leave and I was like, that's kind of interesting. I mean, that 100% makes makes sense. Yeah. And even the park ranger in the episode, he was like, if you ever went public with this information, I would deny it. <laughs> but that being said... Government uh, conspiracy theories. Absolutely. I think it's uh, time to wrap up this episode. So, Tori, which do you think is creepier? The not deer or the uh, third eye man? <sighs> Probably the not deer because mm -hmm. they're more cannibalistic like for the third eye man i literally just think of him as a man who if he does chase someone out of the sewer like he probably <laughs> got really swamp. annoyed <laughs> by them and by everyone being like oh my god i'm gonna hunt after this guy i'm gonna go see him like no yeah um so he's probably like annoyed just a regular guy with like yeah with a birth defect uh, cannibalistic animals by in the forest <laughs> big no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i agree with you like in the forest in any forest any ocean there are so many things that are unsolved and really undiscovered there very well could be every cryptid out there like literally yeah that uh, it's very true i mean we have yet to discover every single species in the world. <laughs> so, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there was some sort of a deer thing out there. I don't know. Alright, everyone. Thank you for uh, tuning into this week's episode. We'll try to get you another one next week. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya.